Welcome in, friends, to the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast Week 16 Ranks episode. We're getting prepped for the almost championship game or the almost almost championship game and however you play it's week 16 it is playoff time though i am joined as always by brandon funston jake seeley i am the welsh or chris welsh however you want to do it you can find us on twitter at is it the welsh brandon funston and all in kid you figure out whose handles are who or just go follow all and you won't have anything to worry about we've got lots of stuff to break down we've also got uh, quite a few non-player related things like gentlemen i don't know if you saw the big news that broke today and i dying to get your takes on it. I actually think I kind of broke some of it to Brandon as well, that the NFL Sunday ticket rights are no longer with DirecTV. They now belong to Google and YouTube. So uh, in 2023, this coming year, right after this, if you want to watch an NFL Sunday ticket, I don't know what happens with Red Zone either. You are going to have to have some version of YouTube, smart television, some type of uh, YouTube television package. We don't really know the whole crux of it, but Jake, the NFL and all its games will now be on YouTube. What do you think? Are you concerned? Are you going to partake? Are you going to strike? <laughs> no, I'm not going to strike. I have, actually, Red Zone's independent. Red Zone, you can still get. Uh, that was even with DirecTV. So you can get okay, it, good. Like, That's what I thought. Yeah. I wasn't sure because I wasn't asked about what happens to Siciliano. That's what I care. I'm very concerned about. Him. <laughs> you're, you're concerned about Siciliano? I'm very concerned. <laughs> I just want to know that he's okay. He's a national treasure. Just, That's all that I care you about. Just, you're really worried about him? Uh, I was. Like, it, I, I mean, I can go either way with this one, honestly. Like, there's some features that I wish DirecTV, like, I keep complaining every single year that if you have the quad box, why can't I pick the quad box? You let us do it if we actually stream online, which this is what this is turning into. Uh, then why can't I do it on the TV too? I don't want to be forced to watch the quad box or the eight, which you have to watch a, like a really tiny box trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but th- my biggest concern is like, I'm, I'm fine with it either way. It's just YouTube TV is direct TV. You know, you paid the 50, 60 bucks a month and then you added the football package. Same thing. Copy paste over. The only difference here is you'll get the savings because you don't need multiple boxes like direct TV. But, uh, the streaming that we've seen so far, Amazon's been mostly good. It was a little hiccupy at the beginning, if people remember. Yeah. And then we saw Apple trying to do baseball, which was, I just don't want to see this crash on us. That's my biggest issue. And that's like, I'm fine with my internet, but I know there's a lot of people out there that probably are going to now have to upgrade their internet. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that do complain. I'm fine with it, but I understand the people that will complain about it. That's a really hidden factor in here. I mean, I'll let you guys know. You know, like we all here, I don't know if anyone has issues with it, but I mean, like we do podcasting, we do video and stuff like that. I have the uh, theoretical, I'm going to have to find out with my internet provider. I have the highest package and I still have internet issues and that is streaming video and doing everything that we do. Now think of television becoming 100% on that spectrum that like uh, I'll sometimes do some streams when the games are on and I'll have uh, my buddy, our buddy, Scott Bogman streaming. He'll be 15 seconds ahead of me living in Texas than I will. Yeah, and I it's, it, that, that's either. awful. Yeah, I know. I don't I, understand. Amazon on night. I'll like, I'll be talking to my buddy and he'll be like, you know, I'll be like, man, that was a nice catch. He's like, saw that 20 seconds ago. And then, but yeah. then like flip side on Sunday with direct TV was the opposite. It'd be like, oh man. And he's like, don't say anything. Like, so it's, that's, that's weird too. Like yeah, I'm not, it is. You're going to have to stay off Twitter. Like for the people, like forget about the people even live tweeting at the game. <laughs> you're going to have people on Twitter. You'll be like, oh, well, I, mine happened 30 seconds that's ago. That's becoming an easier and easier proposition to stay off. Twitter. Brandon, there's another side to this too, because I'm curious at your take is uh, there's a lot of gambling concern on this as well uh, with more delays 
days as lines live shift and you not being able to see it, people that like to monitor live lines, uh, you might see stuff happen mm. 30 seconds before it happens now. Like I'll have that happen sometimes when I'm watching the games and things will happen maybe 10 seconds before or something like that. But now what if you're at 30 to a minute? There's a lot of gambling concerns, uh, at least for people out there, about this move to a streaming only based service. I don't know if I have a good answer for that, but I, I tend to think that we want uh, the truth. when there's money to be had, that there's always a quick, you know, people are rushing to find the best solutions quickly. So I just feel like if there's money at play that can be had, they'll figure out a solution for that. Well, the positive here is neither one of you are like, you know, rabble, rabble, get off my lawn. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of like, get off my lawn type of things that are going to go with this, but uh, it's well, fine I'll, to me. I mean, I'll tell you what I told you off air, which is, you know, what, between the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, the Seahawks game and red zone. Like I've never really been a big Sunday ticket guy. And I feel like, you know, for my purposes, really? that keeps my fingers on, on the <laughs> pulse for the most part. You know, if there's something that I need to, you know, it's a big play that I somehow missed, you know, I, it's easy to find that stuff. So yeah. um, for the most part, yeah, I, I we'll see. We'll see what this means, but I, I don't think it's going to rock my world a whole lot. Yeah, well, it's going to rock DirecTV's world. I'm going to be having a breakup with them mighty soon because, uh, you know, that <laughs> oh, whole... Oh, Greg, sell your stocks. DirecTV's about to go into the... About to tank. Yeah, about Blockbuster? To they're going to hang out with... They're going to be hanging out with Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be doing a documentary in 10 years on what happened to DirecTV. As long as Siciliano's okay, though. That's what we're making sure about here. Um, but yeah, it's going to be uh, the, that whole, you know, cutting uh, cutting the cord and stuff like that is obviously the exact opposite now. We have to consolidate, and we're now in a space where I don't even watch enough television outside of sports. My kids don't. I mean, literally, my kids are on YouTube right now just watching stuff, and they're playing games, so there's just really no need for it. So it's a pretty brutal blow to um, DirecTV uh, owners or anybody of that nature and uh, just make the adjustment. It's going to happen this year. It was a really big move that happened and we'll see how uh, YouTube handles it. Another non-fantasy related thing I just want to get your take on. The Pro Bowl starters were announced. Um, I guess the first question is this because this is my take because I'm not going to do it. Do you care? Does anybody care about the Pro Bowl? I don't. I am a firmly known hater of the Pro Bowl. I think it is worthless and a joke. Um, that's cool. I love the Jeremy Reeves video. If you guys haven't seen that about him tearing up about making it as a special teamer, I think that is special and that's awesome. But I also think it could just be an award instead of a game that nobody watches. Brandon, do you care about the Pro Bowl? Not at all. The worst, the worst, you know, kind of event for all stars um, in all of the major sports in my mind. I've always said that they should do like feats of strength and agility in all those. No, kind that's of what things. they're doing this year. Are they? Okay, well, no, but this, instead of a game, aren't they doing a game? Of a, no, they're not. There's no game this year. There's no game at all. Okay, great. Well, we I'll that, oh, this is great. This is Pro Bowl is awesome. I don't think I yeah. remember even that, hearing that. that news. So they, skills competition. It's all skills competition and flag football and stuff. Okay, this is exactly I'll give it a what chance. we wanted. I've been I've been calling for this forever. They're doing it. Everybody the has. Least, yeah. The least yeah. that I can say is I'll give it a chance and give it a watch. So we definitely uh, yeah, need hopefully like hopefully it's hopefully it's something good. 
we need like a hundred meter. Like, I think that's one of the big things I'd love to see, like the fastest guys, you know, like Tyreek Hill and all those and do like a hundred meter race and all of those. All right. So Jake, I mean, now that we're all back in, we're all Pro Bowl guys, very well-known yeah. Pro Bowl guys here. Um, was anybody <laughs> snubbed in your mind? And uh, obviously I I didn't look at the list because I don't give a damn. Who now, there's the one list. guy who was subbed. I don't know if you can check out my shirt that I've got here. Uh, oh. Christian McCaffrey, 1500 total yards. Uh, oh, yeah, I did see be... that over Miles Sanders or Tony, yeah. Tony Pollard, like both of them. He should have been number two. You want to make the argument for Tony Pollard or Miles Sanders? Sure, go ahead. Miles Sanders went from zero touchdowns to eleven, but he's also playing for a team. And it, I don't. The Christian McCaffrey, he's got him, and he just doesn't have the touchdowns. But he's got the yards and the touchdowns are neck and neck. But you got the 12, 11, and then what does Christian McCaffrey have? Like nine or something like that. Yeah, it's just like, like if you're telling if you're even if you wanted to nitpick the stats because they're technically better. Uh, you tell me that Christian McCaffrey, even close in stats, isn't a better pick. And Miles Sanders and Tony Pollard. So yeah, that's I could see I, that being an issue. It was it was I hard to fi- find any real wide receiver issues. Yeah, no, I, and there, I don't think there were overall a ton of issues. I found a, a an article on it over on the Espen real quick that just has a few. Uh, there were seven snubs. James Bradbury was one thing that they should be yeah, replaced. Trayvon Diggs, uh, Christian McCaffrey to replace Miles Sanders, uh, Tremaine Edmonds to replace C.J. Mosley. I have no opinion on that one. No, nope. anybody? No, nope. no. Nope. Uh, this. How about this one though? This is one that I maybe care about. Jared Goff to replace Kirk Cousins. Get the eh? fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that one. I'm gonna, that was a little too <laughs> close. That, that was a little too close. Yeah, no, was, I, I bleep my. I bleep myself on that one. I didn't say yeah, it. Like leave that in there because you, hey, guess what? It's outdoors. <laughs> it's not even. What, I mean, what, I Jared it's Goff. Silly. It's silly. Get, this one. Um, Bernie, I'm curious. Time out. We were spending way too much time on this, but like, who are the quarterbacks for the AFC? It was Jalen Hurts, and who were the other two? Uh, Jer- uh, Kirk Cousins, and who was the other one? Was Gino? It was Josh Allen uh, on AFC. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes are the quarterbacks. No, no, no. Um, NFC. NFC was Jalen Hurts, Gino, and Kirk Cousins. Gino. I didn't hear. Is that what you said, Fonson? I didn't hear yeah. if you said that. Yeah, so, and Kirk, I, I didn't even know that Gino made it, but like he should. <laughs> Probably over, over those guys. So that's just yeah. over how terrible the NFC quarterbacks are this year. They also had like uh, Javon Hargrove, uh, Hargrave should have made it, Trey Smith. But this one was interesting. Uh, Terry McLaurin made it, which I don't think should be happening. And their replacement was Tyler Lockett. So oh, I don't know. Yeah. You, you agree yeah. with that? I mean, I don't think McLaurin should make it, but I, Lockett okay. wasn't the first person. Why? why? Terry McLaurin is one of eight wide receivers with a thousand yards playing for Washington. Yeah. Like, I don't, know. I don't have a problem. He's got more yeah, yards but, than Lockett. I don't have a problem. He's been more consistent. Like, I, if you want to debate it, sure. But I don't think it's a, like, get Terry McLaurin out of there situation. I think it's my fantasy brain that comes in and what a disappointment Jake, he's you're talking been, so. about. You're talking about literally a difference of, like, 40 yards. Like, Lockett's 964 and McLaurin's 1015. So, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why? That's what I'm saying. Like, Lockett has, no, like, like, 10 more catches, has, like, five more touchdowns and has 40 less yards. And you're... Like that, like Locke is having a better year. Mm, I don't think it's a definitive <laughs> better year. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's I think it's a slam dunk definitive. Like I don't even think it's a slam dunk. I I mean Tyler Lockett's been up and down as he's always been. Pro Bowl <laughs> He's been more he's been it. more up and down. Da- he's been more up than down. I I don't remember Terry McLaurin this year being a bastion of consistency. I I really don't. But neither of them are. That's my point. They're basically the same wide receiver outside of the offense has more touchdowns for him. You don't remember Tyler Lockett getting 17 yards against Arizona? I do because I wanted him that week. Is that it a miss? better world when we care about the Pro Bowl now? Since we all are like very very firm pro Pro Bowl well, guys, we'll now. always this argue about who should be 
who should be better than you know who's better wait, than wait, who. wait, wait. Here, here's the question why are we even talking about them because the three should just be jefferson lamb and brown why why are these two Pretty even who, who got left out well, we can all agree that Christian McCaffrey should be in and we don't have to worry about anything else. Everything else is golden with the Pro Bowl and skills competition and we're golden. A couple other news and then we're going to get into these ranks. Cooper Cup. <laughs> I, th- I think someone was talking about I mean, Cooper Cup. He's still on. top 15 after just playing eight ridiculous. games. It's ridiculous. Um, there are a whole bunch of quarterback notes just real quick and the guys that you do and don't want, really actually all guys you don't want, about Five or six hours after we finished the Monday podcast, we got word about Jalen Hurts and the questionable nature, Jalen Hurts' shoulder, what is he going to play, da-da-da. Well, today, uh, Nick Sirianni said that he does not expect Jalen Hurts to play Saturday. So that is the most definitive you can get. It's all It's been kind of like thought, but nothing concrete. Nick Sirianni saying he doesn't expect him to play on Saturday. That kind of tells you everything you need to know. Gardner Minshew. Uh, Jake Gardner, are you going to do this team Gardner Minshew thing that lives on the internet right now? Uh, what do you mean? I am the Gardner Minshew thing. Like, oh, man. Like, I like, stepped so, into it. I, I mean, I have the Beowulf jersey, the Jacksonville well, Jaguars Beowulf jersey. So yes, a hundred percent. And we can talk about it if we, but we'll save it for like the whole weather thing. I'm yeah. starting Gardner Minshew. I, like I'm starting Gardner Minshew over a lot of quarterbacks. I have Gardner Minshew as a friend fringe QB one. We've seen him before. We've seen his ability before. Uh, similar to ter- Tyler Haneke. It, it, Taylor Haneke and Gardner Minshew are exactly the same quarterback in style. They're just going to throw, 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 throw. I don't give a damn. I'm going to take every chance I could possibly get. And the only difference is that Gardner Minshew is actually a little bit better in the passing game. So you're telling me now the numbers that Minshew's already put up before with past Jaguars teams and in spot starts, the two spot starts he had last year. And now you add AJ Brown to the mix. Gardner Minshew, here, uh, here's a sneak preview for the weather. Gardner Minshew over Trevor Lawrence. And I don't oh, want to bench Trevor okay. Lawrence. Okay. And that weather. <laughs> I was about to say Gardner Minshew versus Brock Purdy. Uh, I was going to ask you which one you'd like there. Brock but Purdy's you... not. Brock Purdy's a mile down the list. Jared Goff. It's, it's not even close. Jared Goff is playing outside. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm not thinking about the outside thing. Okay. Good point. All right. Well, Gardner Minshew's <laughs> all in. Brandon, are you going to join Jake on Team Gardner Minshew this week? Well, so my one team that's left has Jalen Hurts, and it's a super flex league. Mm. But this is the league, and this is also stepping on the thing that's making me think twice. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll just open it up now. Is I, so it's a league where you can only have three quarterbacks on roster. So I have Trevor Lawrence, I have Jalen Hurts, and I have Russell Wilson. So the choice is, do you cut Russell Wilson, pick up Gardner Minshew for a week, don't know if, you know, it, whatever. I chose to not go after Gardner Minshew. I said Russell Wilson had the best game of the year last week or last game he played, and he's going to be playing indoors against the Rams, in, you know, which isn't really a, a, a tough road game. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go with Russell Wilson over Gardner Minshew. Um, and so that's that's kind of where well, I was at. But, it's, I'm, I, you know, now I'm definitely thinking twice the more Jake's talking about. Well, let's do this. Since we're in uh, what's got us thinking twice, let's just get into it because it's a huge, important factor. And Jake is ready for it. And Jake, this was yours. But, you know, this Arctic blast that's going to happen, I believe there's only like a hand, like five dome games out of all of them. And maybe like two other good weather ones in San Francisco and maybe it's Miami. But like half of the games are going to be dealing with this Arctic blast. So why don't you get into it? Because I know this is your got you thinking twice segment talk to us about the arctic blast and the weather that these players are going to be uh facing 
Well, the rain starts tonight. So Jacksonville at the Jets. So it's heavy rain. It's 90%, likely 100% throughout the entire game and actually full on downpour. Now, again, if Buffalo taught you anything last week and we were tweeting about at least, I, I don't know, I want to say we like you guys. I mean, about like the industry it was like, wait till the game. The field was clear. It was fire up everybody in Buffalo. If you were able to wait, you're able to wait and kudos on you. Uh, some people couldn't wait, but that being said, it's like maybe the rain clears out. But as of right now, as of the time that we're doing this podcast, noon on Thursday, it's heavy rain and the wind is 15 plus sustained. That mm. means passing game, bench everybody possible. It's probably hard to bench Lawrence and Kirk and maybe even Garrett Wilson. Zay but Jones, you know, I love some. I love Zay Jones. There's no, I, no, not outside, not with the potential of 30 to 50% of the time getting Sauce Gardner and that weather. I love Zay Jones, but I'm not. The only one is Kirk because he plays the slot and the Jets are dominated in the slot. Yeah. And again, you're going to want to keep the ball short. So that's how you're going to have to make these decisions because you have Buffalo, Chicago, 25 to 30 mile an hour win sustained. <laughs> so that's what Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Stefan Diggs, the end. Like, do you, you don't really want to risk the rest. The Saints at Cleveland, not that we were super excited about those passing games, but 30 to 40% chance of snow and 25 to 30 mile an hour wind. So if you had any concerns of like, hey, maybe do I risk down the people's... Nope, don't. No. Chris Olave's been on a downturn. Good. Now you have even more reason to bench him. Uh, yeah. The others are like Houston, Tennessee looks okay. Cold, mild wind. Kansas City, cold, mild winds. Uh, Patriots, same thing. Carolina, same thing. Baltimore is a little bit of a concern. Again, passing games, we really weren't using anybody there anyway, about 20 degrees and 15 to 20. And then as of today, this is a far ways off because it's Saturday night. A lot can change. Again, if you can wait, wait, wait as long as you can. But some people might not be able to make that wait and decision. 10 degrees and 15 to 20 sustained for the Raiders Steelers, which means in that one, same thing. You got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and... Deontay Johnson because he's short in volume but this is like I said these are like you want to bench everybody you can possible but what we just mentioned five games you might not be able to bench everybody think of what these championship uh rosters these playoff rosters these winning rosters are going to look like after this week I mean there's going to be some oogly looking rosters of guys oogly. that you had to start over <laughs> I mean imagine looking at some benches compared to what the starters are going to be it's going to be wild and by the way I spent uh, one of these days this week is early Christmas present going up north here in Arizona. And I was in like 29 degree weather in the snow, which was awesome. But and this is going to shock some people. I've never been in weather sub 30 degrees. And that was the coldest I've ever been 29. So I think about these guys playing in like 10 degree weather and I cannot fathom. I can't fathom. It's the coldest I've ever been in my life. People know what it feels like. It just makes the bulk. It's like the the temperature alone is not enough to fade the passing game. The temperature alone, like if you're talking five degrees, that'd be like, okay, was I going to start Deontay Johnson or Traylon Burks off an injury? And then you're like, eh, maybe I go Burks because a little bit more outside. I don't have to risk like what that, that those are the decisions you make for like the temperature uh, real quick, because I feel like I've been talking a lot. I want Funston to jump in just as a sidebar. Uh, Nicole's family is in Montana. You want to talk about cold? Yeah. It is negative 20 nope. with a wind chill of negative 50. I'm not exaggerating. You can that's go another look planet. it up right that's, now. That's, a le I, that's legit that's another Hoth. planet. The, he's, he's in Hoth. <laughs> it's Pluto. They're going to have to cut open one of those things and live inside of it. What were those things? Those, uh, uh, remember the horse oh, things? 
Tauntaun? Uh, Tauntaun, Tauntaun. Yeah. Tauntaun. Tauntaun. yeah. Yeah, poor Tauntauns. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nicole's dad is in Hoth right now. <laughs> Get yourself a Tauntaun. All right, so those are the things that are making uh, they're making you think twice. I would definitely re-suggest to everybody, uh, make sure you're following Jake and you're signed up at The Athletic because the ranks are going to be crazier than any other week. You're going to have big, tough decisions Probably based on this weather. Day. Yeah, they're going to change by, like the weather, they're going to be changing by the day and the minute. So make sure that you're locked in and uh, on Jake's article so you can check everything out. The other two quarterback changes, we have Nick Foles in at quarterback for the Colts, and then we have Trace McSorley in at quarterback for Arizona. So, Brandon, there's obviously going to be more worry in Arizona, but give me just a quick take on what you think these new quarterbacks are going to do in these offense. Can Nick Foles revive Paris Campbell and Alec Pierce? And can any wide receiver survive Trace McSorley? No, I I think that's the main point. (laughs) Trace McSorley is, oh my God, so God off. I don't think can can survive. That's so rude. (laughs) It's true. I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't play any receiver with that's connected to Trace McSorley. I think with Nick Foles, um, yeah, I mean, he's been around. He can complete. You know, we know who Nick Foles is. He can. I mean, do we know if he's going to revive Michael Pittman or Alec Pierce or Paris Campbell? Because they were all dead in the water last week. So, like, knowing which guy he's going to favor is a little bit tougher. Um, I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I guess you just go. I, in my mind, I'm going Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce in that order. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not super high on any of those guys. So, but as Jake mentioned, this is like all hands on deck week for wide receivers because, yeah. like, anybody who's not playing in bad weather who has a heart <laughs> just start them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I don't know if you have a different take on that, Jake. But that's kind yeah, of yeah, Jake. I'm the problem is, is all those Arizona wide receivers have that quarterback. So why don't you say something nice about McSorley since I was being mean? You you give the nice Ooh. compliments. Uh, no. excellent job okay so i mean would you rather deandre hopkins because arizona they're in the is it in arizona i'm completely i'm drawing a blank yeah so it's in arizona no weather whatsoever by the way it'll be 71 degrees here on sunday here in arizona with me if anyone cares Uh, and you're gonna have deandre hopkins with mcsorley at quarterback or let's say um christian kirk which i know that's tough because the game's like tonight but you know christian kirk in the weather who'd you rather Still okay. You still go Hopkins. Okay, so that probably answers any other question that I could put in there. That the quarterback play less of a concern in that regard to really any weather whatsoever. It's a a very that's a very specific like like, again. Kirk spends most. I was going to say Zay Jones, but I feel like it's not close. No, I would definitely take Hopkins over Zay Jones again. Because here's the thing about Sauce Gardner. Since we're specifically talking about that, we won't spend too much time because it's Thursday night only. But he plays one side of the field. He plays the left about 85%. It's so he's just left, 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 left. Uh, Zay Jones is 33, 33, 33, rounding off. He's about a third at each spot, left, right, and slot. Kirk spends most of his time in the slot, will sometimes kick outside about 20% of the time. So if you look at it, who's going to likely see Sauce Gardner? Maybe the Jaguars are smart and say, we'll just play Marvin Jones 100% on the left and just sacrifice him because <laughs> like he's the sacrificial lamb. But still, it's still the weather. It's still Zay Jones is going to rely on deeper passes. And Christian Kirk has the easiest matchup, spending time in the slot. That's why. So I could see Kirk versus Hopkins, but just in case, like, again, if we're talking sideways, you know, the clip from Family Guy, where it's like the rain It's more sideways. Like if it's like that. Like, you might want to just stay away from everything. Like, if the rain is legitimately coming at an angle, you might just want to stay away, period. 
the hell are we going to start this week? Good Lord. Well, let's talk about who we're going to start. Uh, you guys got some of the main issues. Let's talk Nobody. about some of our starts. And Bench our the starts. entire team. There's a couple <laughs> players we're going to play. We got to do it. We can't do like Jake does kickers. We're going to have to start people. And let's start at quarterback. Week 16 really? quarterbacks that we like more than anybody else. Uh, we already got a little bit of a preview, I suppose, in some of these names. But Jake, who do you like? Who are you going to play? No, go to Who's Funston. I've been talking way too much. Go to Funston. Okay, first. Brandon. Okay, Brandon Funston. Who do you like? Uh, well, I don't really like him, but Daniel Jones. I mean, <laughs> look at Daniel Jones. <laughs> well, look, in our show sheet, Jake wrote his quarterback and wrote UG after it, and I followed yeah. suit and wrote D. Jones UG. But you look at Daniel Jones, the top 15 fantasy quarterback. He's got a top five matchup. He's indoors this week. It's in a dome. It's in Minnesota. It's against a horrible Viking secondary. You're going to get probably 40-plus rushing yards, maybe the potential of a rushing TD to go with. You know, 200-some passing yards and maybe a touchdown. If you're really lucky, you get two, but whatever. Uh, that's, that's you know, in my mind, a top 12 fantasy quarterback play this week. It's, you know, it's ugly, but that's what it is. How ugly are you going to go? How ug are you? We have uggs, a pair of uggs here at quarterbacks. <laughs> at Daniel Jones and who, Jake? Hmm. So I put Ugg, but uh, Ugg for multiple reasons, because his finger, uh, his orneriness, uh, mm-hmm. and then he tried to come for the athletic. I'll take that one, too. It's been, really? It was completely wrong. Oh, completely wrong about that one. He, uh, Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee tried to backtrack, uh, calling it unfounded, unnamed sources and not so blah, blah, blah. I'm like, OK, well, there's 12 former Packers players who said your arm signals are hard to learn. So actually, including some current Packers players. So anyway, that's why I don't even want to recommend Aaron Rodgers, but at least he gets Miami. He's got his whole litany of weapons back. Maybe they spent some time in the locker room talking about whether or not they should steal third base with his arm singles this week. And you get Dobbs. He would have had a touchdown to Watson. If the arm signal was translated to Watson, he probably would have been in the right spot on that one. And then the touchdown late too. So against Miami, no weather concerns. It's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be sunny. So like Aaron Rodgers, I think, you know, I got, and the reason I said, Ugh, and I knew exactly where to go is because I got a lot of questions and people were like, well, Aaron Rock, would you play Aaron Rodgers over Trevor Lawrence? And I'm like, I, I think you kind of have to do, would you play Aaron Rodgers over like all these other question marks? And I was like, yeah, he's a fringe QB one this week. I was going to ask you this earlier because you brought up his name real quick, but I didn't, but this is a perfect time. Christian Watson or DeAndre Hopkins this week. If you had to pick one. Hopkins. Okay. All right. That, that's a good win. It's like, there, so. it's just because, the, well, because Watson again, like, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm worried about, although this is, I, I why receiver is going to be funny after I just say this, but like the fact is, if you watch that first game back with Dobbs, it was like fully spread out to everybody, including Watson. Like nobody hit the eight, nine target volume. Nobody had 20 plus percent of the target share. So I, I just think that like, if you can, if we're going to sit here, and like, let's assume, assume the weather's fine. Let's when we sit here and say, you know what, Drake London's going to get thirty percent of the targets again. Which you know, again, the weather is a concern. But you get my point. Is like if we said that, and then flip flip side of it is we don't know that anything's going to come here. Like thirty percent target share for DeAndre Hopkins should still lean into a decent day, even with McSorley. That's that's why I think there's more upside with Watson, no doubt about it. But I think Hopkins is still the better play, even with McSorley. So I guess there's your positive thing to say about McSorley. There you go. See something nice. There you go. We're into Christmas season. I want to say something nice here when I was being mean. I was being a Grinch. <laughs> All right. Week 16 running backs that you like more than anybody else in a dart throw. So it's a start and a dart. Brandon Funston, you kick it off. Your start at running back for week 16 and your dart throw. 
yeah, Latavius Murray, I think he's a borderline RB2 in the ECR. I think he's a slam dunk RB2 because, I mean, look, in games that Denver can can keep it close or they have a lead, you can just look at the, you know, the track record of Latavius Murray in the last month, and he gets he gets carries at 24 last week. And, yeah, in this game where they are actually – it's almost a pick em, I think he has a good chance to get another, you know, push 20 carries again. I think he has a great chance to get into the end zone. I just think he's a really reliable, kind of a high floor play this week. I definitely have him inside my top 24. So my my dart is going to go back to Chuba. This game against Detroit is, I think, sixth highest over under. Detroit's favored. Uh, we've talked about this. Deontay Foreman hasn't been looking good. Chuba looks like the better running back like right now. He, he's the guy that they use in the passing game. Six catches over 80 yards in the last two weeks through the air. And, you know, with Detroit favored, with them expecting, you know, Vegas expecting points to be put up on the board, I think this would lean more into Chuba's favor into Deontay's favor, as Jake's mentioned in his, I think it was his waiver column or whatever. Detroit's been really good at stopping running backs on the ground of late after being terrible to start the year. They've been one of the best in, in recent weeks. So Actually, um, they are the, the best in adjusted points allowed now. The best in the league. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I just think that, that that game script could lend itself to, to Chuba. I would, I would take a dart throw on him. All right, uh, Jake, week 16, start dart at RB. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Tampa Bay and say that Leonard Fournette moved back in front of Rashad White last week. And not that it was 70% or anything like that, but, you know, maybe part of the plan for them this entire time was to make sure that Leonard Fournette was he- healthy for the <laughs> playoff run, question mark. Uh, so, uh, you know, going against Arizona and it's what it should be. And if you're going to get Leonard Fournette, who's already getting the passing game and gets some of that between the tackles used back and the goal line used back. I think Leonard Fournette really has to be in your lineup. Like, I would have a conversation with myself of Leonard Fournette versus Travis Etienne in the weather. Like, I think that's a legitimate conversation to have right now. Even though the running game could actually be a boost, if it's that heavy of a downpour, you could just, this entire game could be a slop. So I think Fournette's basically like what Funston was saying for his running back. I think he's a must start this week. And then my dart, uh, we I talked love this about one, it. by the way. I love this one you do? because uh, I, th- I think this would have been a conversation I would have forced on us had you not put on here because I had this debate with Bogman. He's on the other side of it, and this is my play as well. So I just wanted to throw in that I well, love it. Who is it? Yeah. Well, we talked about it on Monday, uh, and I talked about it in waivers, and I said if I was picking up somebody for three weeks, it would be Zach Moss before Deion Jackson. But if I was picking up somebody only for this week, it would be – Deion, or Zach Moss, it would be Zach, this would be Deion Jackson this week. Because the difference we've seen between the two is that Deion Jackson, pass catcher, we know that. We know they'll use him in that fashion, even with the run that Zach Moss got. But Indy was up. Indy was nursing and then blowing a lead with Zach Moss running and running and running the ball. It's the Chargers, which is a good matchup for both of them. But does anybody with Nick Foles at quarterback honestly expect them to get up early and control this game at any point. And the one good thing about Nick Foles is he actually does throw to his running backs too. So there you go. I just think that Deion Jackson's, I, I don't think Zach Moss is a bad play if you need running backs, but I would go Deion Jackson before I went Zach Moss this week. I think this will be a big one too. I think a lot of people are going to be facing this because both were very acquirable um, more recently. So hmm. this is, you know, with all of these, yeah, <laughs> with all of these, uh, Goofy situations going on with weather, though most running backs in these weather games are still kind of up. Um, these two are going to probably be in a lot of people's minds. So uh, putting the stamp on Deion Jackson, I think, is going to be something that's going to make people Acquirable. happy. Acquirable. 
Uh, not probably not a word, but I make up words all the time, and that's what we can do here. Week 16, wide receivers. Same game. Start, dart. It's a guy we like more, and a sleeper pick, if you will. And Jake, we're going to come right back to you on the mm-hmm. wideouts. Yeah, so I'll go with Darius Slayton, you know, talking about not having to worry about weather. And what did Minnesota just do last week? Even with, you know, them coming back late, they still were, like, letting Matt Ryan make throws early at the game. Like, at the beginning of the game, we're like, oh, my God, Matt Ryan might be looking like a top 10 performance. And then that game just went sideways from that. But to start, people see they look at the box score and they kind of forgot that Matt Ryan started hot. And then, obviously, we know what's happening this week. But Daniel Jones getting back on track. I think Daniel Jones as Brandon. I agree with Fonston. I I always hate recommending Daniel Jones. People know that. But I'm with him on this one. I have Daniel Jones, I think, 10th this week. And if you're going to go Daniel Jones, get right game for Darius Slayton in this one. And then for my dart throw, I mentioned it earlier, but this is why it's a dart and not a must start, is Romeo Dobbs because it's just one game. It's just a very small sample. But in that one game with Dobbs back, Watson and Dobbs were the one and two for Aaron Rodgers' preference, and Lazard felt the third. Now, could Lazard still have a good game? Absolutely. Could Lazard be the most valuable this week? Absolutely. But I think if you're looking for a dart and you're going to stay off of one week, and that just seemed to be like they just rekindled that trust factor that was there before Dobbs got hurt. Um, I think he's a good dart throw if you need the upside. If you're thinking about wide receivers in weather and you need that upside and you just want to shoot for the ceiling, I think Dobbs is in play. Remember earlier in the year when life was simple and Romeo Dobbs was like our favorite wide receiver and we every week we do it and we're just back to full circle. Maybe we can get him back. Life life was simpler back in those days. No Arctic Life was simpler. No Trace McSorley. <laughs> Things were just better back in those days. Uh, Brandon, you're starting your it's dart week 16 wide receiver. <laughs> no, I yeah, well, we were talking about Tyler Lockett earlier. Tyler Lockett will not get to 1,000 yards this week because he will not be playing because he's broke finger although they're talking that it was a perfect surgery he'll be back next week uh but this opened I up purposely the up- didn't put him because i knew you were gonna say him marquis goodwin <laughs> yes yeah, i yeah. knew it yeah exactly <laughs> i look at to me i think he's a slam dunk wide receiver three play this week i mean i think he's ecr 42 i'd have him inside the top 36 for sure this is game is over under 49 it's the second highest on the board we know you can throw against Kansas City. You have to typically throw against Kansas City. They've been very generous. But Marquise Goodwin's been basically the number three target and has had a decent amount of, of solid games as the number three uh, throughout the year. He's going to easily be the number two in my mind. Him and Gino have a nice kind of relationship, I think, outside of DK. And if DK, you know, is is drawing all the attention, it might work out even more to Marquise Goodwin's favor. I would not be shocked if, if Goodwin out out. You know, performs DK in this matchup, so uh, I think he's a solid play. I had to t- I had George Pickens initially on here, and then Jake's talk about the winds. Uh, I had to take him off, but I will throw out uh, for all the reasons Jake mentioned Darius Slayton. I'll throw out Richie James. Guy has three touchdowns in the last five games. He's been over forty yards in in all but one of those. Like in those some some of those were a lot tougher matchups than the one he's going to be facing in this one. So I think Richie James as a dart throw makes some sense as well all right final up here is how tight can you make that end i love jake jake your response is my favorite this week so let's just start with you how tight's that end shut up <laughs> i don't know why i just i giggly i was giggly when i saw that that is about the point we're at with tight end right now it's just it's like just, oh, it's, shut up no so if Taysom hill's still out there go for it because of the weather so maybe Taysom Hill's gonna you do you do times. jeff driscoll you get in on that this week no can we stop okay. with it are we doing this again, again? I'm, not, I'm not gonna do it i just want to <laughs> ask you 
I can't believe I was getting questions about Jeff Driscoll. Like, I was like, all right, you know what? You want to play Taysom Hill like you did? That's what I said. I called him. He's basically Taysom Hill last week, and he did nothing. And people are coming back and like, would you start Jeff Driscoll? What was, like, last week wasn't enough? Did it be like, you don't want to risk it? But, man, I, I, I will give you at least one. If not Juwan Johnson, because he's, like, out there. If not Njoku, Okonkwu, we talked about for weeks. Hayden Hurst could be back. So there you go, Hayden Hurst, if you're looking for a flyer. How tight tight you going there, Brandon? Well, I love Taysom Hill. He's all the way up to eight on ECR. I'm playing Taysom Hill. I would would consider Dolcich. I know Kirtland Sutton's back. Kirtland Sutton's likely to be back. (laughs) I was going to say, who's Kirtland Sutton? (laughs) Kirtland Sutton. Um, But Russell's back, too. And I know Dolcich, uh, a lot of people kind of rolled with Dolcich last week with Rippon. They had a decent game earlier in the year, but then that didn't work out. But Russell and, and Dulcich have been pretty pretty money together. I, I'd be willing to roll him out there against the Rams. He's ECR 14. I'd probably have him top 12. Kirtland, Kirtland Sutton, the Costco Kirtland. version wide receiver. Yeah, he'd be the Costco Kirtland Sutton. version. Yeah. I thought he was the, I thought he was the uh, church singer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, well, that's Keith go, Franklin. Is, Never mind. Keith Franklin, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. That is uh, all the ranks, all the setup for you. Your, your work, your homework to do is make sure that you are uh, following Jake on Twitter at All In Kids so you can see all the tweets about the article, or you could simply go and uh, bookmark it all over at The Athletic. Sign up. It's a great deal, and you can get the ranks and everything that Jake puts in because them ranks going to be changing probably by the minute. Jake, how many times have you worked on the ranks while we've been doing this episode already? The entire time. The entire time. That's exactly. That is why everybody should be signed up on it. Literally, as we did the episode, Jake was working on the ranks. That's a hardworking man right there. So follow him at All In Kid. Brandon Funson at Brandon Funson. You can find me at Is It The Welsh. Thank you guys always for joining us for the Week 16 Rank episode. We'll be back to break it all down next week after Christmas. So have a Merry Holiday, Happy Christmas, whatever it is, whatever you celebrate. Enjoy it. Spend some time with family, rest up, watch the football, and we'll be back again next week right here on the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. 